Gift Biz Unwrapped, episode 376, and yes, it's a bash. Attention gifters, bakers, crafters, and makers. Pursuing your dream can be fun. Whether you have an established business or are looking to start one now, you are in the right place. This is Gift Biz Unwrapped, helping you turn your skill into a flourishing business. Join us for an episode packed full of invaluable guidance, resources, and the support you need to grow your gift biz. Here is your host, gift biz gal, Sue Monheit. Hi there, it's Sue, and thanks for joining me here today. If you haven't been to a bash yet, hold tight. You're going to get the full experience in just a minute. But basically, it starts off with a short training from yours truly. Today, the topic is why your product might not be selling. Then we get into the showcases with other handmade product creators just like you. They'll share some information about their business, and you have the opportunity to see how others present themselves and also get to support others through the discounts they offer or collaborations they're seeking. The last bash resulted in some new wholesale orders and individual product sales too. And yes, you can be part of a bash. As long as you're an established handmade product business owner, I invite you to book your spot. Go to giftbizunwrapped.com forward slash bash and find one of the bashes that fits your schedule. As a handmade product maker, you make the most beautiful, delicious, and life-enhancing products. I'm honestly so impressed with your talent. And you always put a smile on my face when I see your newest creations. I'm always watching, and I'm also always listening. Let me back up here for a second. In our Facebook group, Gift Biz Breeze, I asked you a while back what you need help with the most right now, and you totally surprised me. It wasn't email marketing strategy. It wasn't doing video or any number of topics that make up a solid growing business. Nope, what you are asking for help with is social media posting. What you've told me is you're putting in the time, you're posting frequently, maybe even several times a day, and you're discouraged because you aren't seeing any of this move the needle for your sales. I hear your frustration. Some of you have even told me you're at the point of throwing in the towel on social media altogether. Wait, please don't do that. Here's the thing. Some adjustments are needed. That's all. You see, putting in more time posting the same way isn't going to magically bring in sales. You need to change the way you're posting and what you're posting. You don't need to put in more work, you need to put in the right work, and that's when things will change. So based on all of your comments, I decided to create your solution. It's called Content for Makers and is specifically created for handmade product makers like you. Because when you get your posting strategy and topics right, everything else falls into place. Content for Makers will enlighten you as to why your current social media activities aren't converting into sales. It will also show you how to put in less time and start seeing activity that will lead to increased sales. Just imagine a day when you know exactly what to post 
and get it done in five minutes or less. Then you can interact with your potential clients, deepen relationships with those you already know, and all of this continues to build upon itself naturally. Yes, this really is possible. Content for Makers includes a step-by-step strategy to formulate your unique plan based on your products and your business. Then you'll get 375 social media prompts. That's over a full year of ideas. Along with the 375 prompts also come 375 image suggestions. So you're not left hanging on the creative. These prompts and image suggestions can be used for all platforms and all types of posting too. Images, live streaming, reels, even email topics. There's more to Content for Makers, too. To see all the details, jump over to giftbizunwrapped.com forward slash content for makers. But honestly, at only $27, it's a no-brainer. Plus, you only have to buy it once for use year after year. Why carry on posting as you've been doing all along, expecting to see different results? Sign up for Content for Makers now and see the transformation of your posting experience change right before your very eyes. giftbizunwrapped.com forward slash content for makers. Ready and waiting for your immediate access right now. Okay, it's time. Let's get into today's bash. Welcome to our next Gift Biz Bash. I'm here with some fabulous maker business owners that you'll be hearing from shortly. But as now is a tradition with the bash, I'm going to do a little bit of training first. And today we're going to be talking about four reasons why your product might not be selling. And oh my gosh, how discouraging is that when you spend so much time making a product, researching where to go for a craft show, for example, or putting things up on your website or whatever it is, and your product's not moving. It's crickets. You're not hearing or seeing any increase in your numbers. So frustrating. So I want to talk about four areas that you should consider if you're seeing this happening to you. The first one is not having your company niche down. And I like explaining this by a little bit of a story. So let's say you're going to a craft show. You walk into the show and you're looking at all the booths and what they have to offer. And you come upon this one booth and on the table are handmade greeting cards. Maybe there's some really pretty beaded jewelry and there are some macrame wall hangings. All of these are beautiful unto their own right. But as the maker, when you talk to the maker, they are making all of these different things. So just think about that for a second. Just get a visual in your head of what that looks like. Now you go on and you go to the next table. And at the next table, all that is there are handmade greeting cards, all kind of different sizes, different themes, similar style amongst everything. And you talk to that maker. And her specialty is the cards. She can talk about the paper that she uses or her style or why she puts the sayings on the cards that she does, et cetera. 
And so if you compare these two types of booths, one against another, you can clearly say that the person who's making the cards, that is their specialty. What's the specialty of that other maker who's making all three of those things? There is no specialty, which really puts her more like a gift shop. And so if you were looking to buy cards, let's say, who would you probably buy from? You're going to buy from the person who is the expert, who this is the one single focus of their business. So you probably buy from the second table. Okay, so this added level of specialization helps you get sales because people want to buy from someone who is all in on one thing. So this potentially could be a reason why you're missing out on sales. If you're making and presenting just a huge table of all different types of things that you make that aren't in any way connected to each other, you're looking more like a gift shop than a crafting specialist. Okay, that's number one. Number two kind of goes along the same lines of what you're presenting out, but this has to do with how many products you're actually showing. And it's possible if you're not getting sales that you're actually presenting too many products. Have you heard the saying that a confused mind doesn't buy? I've seen myself do this often where I'll go and I'll be looking at something and maybe it's online, maybe it's in person, and there are just so many options. It starts to make my head hurt. (laughs) And then instead of picking one, because you always feel like you have to pick the right one, you walk away. There was a study done in Menlo Park, California by Wilkin and Sons, and they illustrated this point perfectly. So what they did was on one Sunday, they were out at a show and they had six flavors of their jams lined up where people could taste all six flavors. They watched the numbers for the time frame that they were out there. 40 people stopped. This is Sunday number one. 40 people stopped. And of the 40 people who stopped and tasted the six jam options, 30% of them bought. Now, the next Sunday, they thought, wow, how can we increase our numbers? Well, we're going to increase our numbers by increasing the options that people can purchase, thinking either people will find flavors that they like better that they'll purchase, which will prompt a purchase, or people will buy more all the different flavors. The results of that Sunday number two, same time. So all of the parameters were equal, like a science test. (laughs) They presented 24 flavors. More people stopped, 60 people stopped versus the 40 from the prior Sunday. But catch this, only 3% of people purchased. So 3% of people purchased when there were 24 flavors, 30% people purchased when there were only six flavors. If you run the numbers out, that's six times greater sales with less products being presented. Kind of interesting. Another example of this from another big brand, Procter & Gamble with Crest Toothpaste. Back in, I forget if it was the 80s or the 90s, they decided they were going to expand their flavors of toothpaste. And they actually went up to 50 different flavors of toothpaste. Do you know what happened? They had been at 50% market share with just one flavor. They dropped down to 25%. 
And it was the first time ever they actually dropped in their market share below Colgate. And here they thought they were doing such a great thing, you know, adding all these flavors, and it ended up backfiring on them. So as you think about products that you're putting on your website, what you're doing at shows, just keep this in the back of your mind about how many options you're actually presenting and are you confusing your customers, your potential customers, by just giving too many options. Now, the solution to this can be that you can talk about other options that are available. Confusion can come with lots of different things. You have too many sizes, you have too many different styles or flavors or colors, all those different options. But let's say if you have scents. So I'm going to go with my candles. You know, I use this as an example all the time. Maybe you only present the top, I'm just go with six since we were talking about that number with the jams, six different scents. And maybe there's two sizes with each of those scents. Yes, you may carry other scents or have the ability to make other specialty scents, if you will, and maybe not sizes. Maybe we'll just stick with those sizes. You can always talk with people about that. You don't have to necessarily, though, be presenting it up. So just that point of confusion once again. So that's the second point. Now, the third one, oh my gosh, I know I'm guilty of this, and I bet you guys might be too. And this is you spend more of your time making versus marketing. You know, it's so easy for us to make what we sell because that's how we got into it in the first place. We love just the whole thing of creating. We love it's comfortable. You put some music on. Maybe you listen to a podcast. It's You're in your zone and you make. But here's the thing you actually need to be spending more time marketing than making because it's easy to build up inventory, but if no one is buying, then you really aren't in business. You're not making money. So marketing is super important. Now, here's the thing about marketing that I think we also often forget. Marketing means you need to tell people who you are, that you exist and what you offer, right? The thing is, you need to tell people more than once. And I've been guilty of this too. I think, well, gosh, I went into Gift Brisbane and I told everybody about such and such. Well, guess what? Not everybody is in the Facebook group at the same time listening to my live show, right? Or not everyone sees a post or shares a post or gets the word. And even if they did, many times we need to see it over and over again before we actually get it, understand it, buy into it, and want to acquire your product. So you need to be telling people more than you think you do, because not everyone is listening all the time. Plus, think about it. I mean, how many people are multitasking all at one time? So in terms of marketing, tell them more often than you think on more channels than you think. You know, you might say, oh, well, I'm not going to put this on Facebook because I already did on Instagram or somewhere else. But actually, you should be putting things everywhere so that people get the message. More marketing, less making. And finally, point number four is not conveying confidence and the belief in what you're making and how valuable it is for your customers. When did I do this? Oh, I think I just did an Instagram post about this showing the template for your elevator speech. I actually call it an introduction message, but an elevator speech. 
I'm not going to ask for hands because I can't see everybody who's listening here, but how do you feel when you, when someone asks you the question, well, tell me about your business. Do you like stumble a little bit over your words and say, oh, well, you know, and you kind of take a step back versus taking it a step forward and recognizing that this is an opportunity for you to talk with pride about what you're making and what you do. And I see this all the time. I also see it not so much in the bashes because you guys come prepared, but when we're talking, I don't know, when people come to our booths, Anita, you are often in the booth, the trade show booths with me and we talk about business and what do you do? What do you make? There are many times that people step back and they're timid in presenting what they're doing. I'll see it at craft shows too. When I start talking, people will not necessarily initiate unless I start the conversation and I'm the customer. So consider if you're not making as many sales as you would like, how you're presenting your business. Not even when you're just quote unquote on because you're behind a booth or at your booth at a show, but when you're out at parties and people ask you what you do, And you say, oh, I'm in business. And then you start talking really calmly or mumbling or that type of thing. No, you want to present your business with confidence and excitement and knowing that what your product provides, the right customer does them well. It brings beauty into their life if you provide something that's decorative, that you are giving them a meal solution if you make spices or meal kits or things like that. If you have pampering products and you know that they're 100% natural and healthy and good for you, you are bringing out and making things for us that we want and make our lives better. And that's what you have to relay in your conversation to people. It's the mindset of the business owner and having that confidence that it's going to make people have confidence in you and the products that you sell. So in summary, again, the four reasons why your product may not be selling. First off, as a business owner, you haven't niched down to a singular or small group of products so you can be seen as the expert in that field. Number two, you present too many products so it gets confusing for a customer and then they just click off the website or walk away. Number three, you spend more time making than marketing. Flip it. (laughs) Spend more time marketing than making. And finally, that you're not showing up with confidence and pride and commitment and knowing that what you offer is of value to the customer. You have to show that first versus I think we kind of look for a trigger that people are going to like and accept it. We've got to be the one that presents it. Okay? If you want to talk about this further, we can certainly do so. The best place to do that over is in the Facebook group, Gift Biz Breeze. I'd love to have you come and join us there if you aren't already there. For those of you who are here today and doing the bash with me, any comments about this, any thoughts or any questions that we were just talking about? Just let me know and you can unmute yourself and say something. This is Gloria here. I would say that I've, I I would say that I have been guilty of not marketing enough, been making more and less marketing, but marketing is definitely the key. It has helped when I make that a number one focus. You see the difference when you're recognizing it and really funneling your energy there. Yes. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Excellent. 
it's really just remembering to do it, putting it on your calendar and putting it in your schedule or whatever to make sure you do it. Mm-hmm. Any other comments? Go ahead, Anita. So I am a gifting company. Okay. So if I would be at a local event like that, what, because I do offer a variety of different products, what would I do? Like, obviously custom ribbon is our number one product, but what would you suggest doing if I was asked to put up a a display for a local networking event? to for the services that I offer. Ribbon is just one of the things that we do. It happens to be the number one product that we sell, but that ribbon can be added to so many other different products to enhance other products. So finding that one product might be, or one specialty might be a difficult thing for me. Any Mm -hmm. suggestions? Absolutely. So, and you're in transition too right now of your business. Absolutely. But I look at you and your umbrella is branding, right? Like you are becoming a branding expert to get your messaging out through gifts, custom ribbon, other products that you provide, but your overall umbrella is helping other businesses brand themselves properly and getting that branding on a, in a visual sense, I'll say, because there's so much more to branding than that. But the visual branding aspect is your specialty. So when you're out at shows or when you're talking with people, the benefit is more than the product for you. So that's the way I would think of it. So then you offer different things. You put ribbons on different types of products for different events, or you provide ribbon for them to just be able to put it on their products. And then all the other things that you do too. I think the overlay is branding there. Thank you. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. I have a question. Sophie here. So So I do two different products. One is craft kits and the other is paper earrings. So about the craft kits, I currently have two options, which I have at craft fairs. I always feel like there's not enough options for them. But then once you said that if there's too many options and it leads to confusion, I am doubting whether I should add more options or not. What do you think about that? I wouldn't because especially when you're doing things at a craft fair, you want them to make their choice quickly and get into the making. But maybe what you do is that at each craft fair, you have different options, only two. And then you could also show them if you're enjoying this making, then there are other designs that you could do online, but it's specifically at the show, no, or at at your tables. I would just do a couple. Okay. Anita? I'd like to add to that, Sophie. See, for me, and I know what you do, but for me, I look at your earrings and your classes are only two major products that you're offering at an event. When you look at earrings, even if you have multiple numbers or different styles of earrings, they're all still earrings. Mm -hmm. Same thing with the class kits. They're all still crafting kits. It's still one product, just a different variety. Yeah. I just want to tell you that when I'm a quilling expert, Sophie. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And quilling is your one specialty. I don't look at it as having too many different options in that respect. That was going to be my other question because within earrings, I have different designs and colors. And does that confuse people? 
there are too many designs with too many colors. I think it depends how much you put up. I've seen the look of your displays and I think they're perfect. I think it's fine. There's a balance between too much and too little, right? And so as long as you're seeing that people are buying and I know they do, and you're also good at marketing off of that because you make people put them on and you take pictures and then you put it over to Instagram. So I think you're fine. But if you ever got to the point where you were seeing that results weren't working, not that it was the wrong audience. Like I know you had an experience recently where you went to a show and it was the wrong group of people, but where you're feeling like the audience is right. If you keep adding to what you're showing there, that might be an issue. But I think right now you're doing well at the shows with both people learning how to quill, buying the kits and buying your earrings too. So you are the quilling expert and we're going to get to your showcase in a minute. So I don't want to rob you of your thunder here, but you're known as the quilling expert and you offer it in two ways. People like jewelry that's done with quilling and they can buy it already done or they like the act of making. And those are two different people. Not always because I like both, <laughs> but you see what I'm saying. It can be an overlap, yes. Yeah. All right. So with that, why don't we go ahead and get into the showcases? And I promised you, Sophie, I wouldn't make you start because this is the first time you've done a bash. So Anita, you've started before. So Gloria, I'm going to let you unmute yourself and go ahead. And again, what I'd like you to do is tell us who you are and what your company is. And then the products that you make, if it's not automatically apparent, something that's coming up. And I forgot to say this in the pre-chat, but this is actually going to go live on June 25th. So we're recording this early. So anyone who's thinking they might want to come and be able to showcase their business also, we record these several weeks before they actually go live. So June 25th is when this is going live. And you guys are all listening to it right now. So think about that in terms of what you have going with the business at that point, Gloria, and then where people could come and learn more about you. So take it away after that long explanation. I'm Gloria with King's Gift Baskets, and we're located in the Myrtle Beach area. We help our clients through gifting by staying top of mind with their clients on their gifting aspects. I can be reached at kingsgiftbaskets.com. And we own all social media aspects. What we have coming up as far as June, we're starting to get ready for the holiday season. So come and check out our website and get ready for those holiday gifts for your clients. Beautiful. So Gloria, are you more business to business? So you're helping small, medium, maybe even large businesses in their relationships with their customers? Yes, that's what we do. We do individual gifts all of the time, but we specialize in group gifting. Got it. Wonderful. Thank you, Gloria. Anita, why don't you go ahead and go? Hey, everybody. My name is Anita Hausman. I'm from the Hershey Gifting Company, located just outside of Hershey, Pennsylvania. And we provide unique gifting and promotional experiences to remember special people, life moments, and special events in a unique and personal way. Our number one product that we offer is custom printed ribbon, where our customers can personalize a message on that's printed on ribbon or even put their own logo or special event on the ribbon for marketing purposes or for their gifting needs as well. 
We are looking to collaborate with some other people, especially some small businesses that want to, we're really developing our ribbon on demand service that will help small businesses or individuals like promote a special event and hopefully get them to be seen in a more creative and fun way. You can find us at thehersheygiftingcompany.com or of course on all social medias at the Hershey Gifting Co. Perfect, perfect. Oh, and I do have something else. We're not at any live events right now, but we are offering a discount coupon with BASH15, B-A-S-H 15 for anybody that wants 15% off their first order. Off their first order. Okay, wonderful. So it's limited to the first order. I'm always trying to make sure that if we're offering any types of discounts or codes, and I'm telling mostly listeners also, people who want to join the BASH later, you always want to put some type of a time frame, bracketed time frame on these things. Even if you're doing a promotion not on the bash, something else, you always want a deadline. This is what I learned way back in my corporate years. <laughs> because if you don't, even people who do like gift cards, when you buy gift cards, those are liabilities out there forever for you. So you always want to bracket it with an end date. I just had to felt like I had to randomly jump in there and talk about that, Anita. Sorry. <laughs> yep. And I have it set up that they can only use it one time on the back end. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Fabulous. So if anybody right, has any so- questions on how to do that, let me know. I'll be happy to share that. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Okay. Sophie, tell us all about you. I am Sophie Lakshmanan and my business is Miss Paper Craft. And as a as already told before, I am the paper pulling expert. And for those of you who don't know what pulling is, it's a craft where you use thin strips of paper, you roll them up and then shape them into different shapes. And what you can do with that, it has like endless possibilities. And the one thing which I do and which I love is earrings. So all the earrings I wear is just paper pulling earrings, which I make. And I've been doing this as a hobby for almost seven years before I changed this into a business because I saw that not a lot of people are aware of what paper cooling is. And I felt like it was missing. There was like a void. And I thought I need to make it into a business so more people can see the possibilities. And for the crafty people, they could experience it and they could do it with their own hands. So I do it in two ways. And one is the earrings. And you, for those who are there on video, you can see the new ones, which I'm testing. And for all the crafty people who want to learn paper cooling, I have the craft kits and workshops, which I do locally at a craft studio. So these are the two ways I offer my products and share paper cooling with everyone. And I do have a code, it's GIFTBISBASH for 10% off, and it's valid till the end of July. And you can find anything about me on my website on misspapercraft.com. Perfect. And oh my gosh, Sophie, I continue to be impressed with you and all the creative designs that you're coming up with, all the cool quilling, the way all the little parts come together. And oh my gosh, they're so beautiful. So impressive. So anyone who wants to see, also, I'm just adding in, jump over to Sophie's Instagram account and see what she's doing over there. It is, talk about marketing your business and promoting. Um, 
it's just so entertaining, interesting. You get to see everything that you make. It's fabulous. So what's your Instagram handle? The handle is miss underscore paper underscore craft. Perfect. Wonderful. So you guys all have to go over and check out what Sophie's doing. It's fabulous. Like your reels, your grid, everything. (laughs) Everything is perfect. All right. Wonderful. Well, thank you for joining in today. We were expecting a couple of other people, actually double the amount of people, more than double actually. But I'm thinking Saturdays may not be the best day, but we'll see as we move forward. Remember, if you want to sign up for a bash, this isn't a replay situation. You come on, you're able to be part of the bash, and then it goes up as you're all listening as a podcast episode in the future. So that's how these bashes work. I've had a couple of people afterwards be like, well, where's the replay? I missed it, but where's the replay? (laughs) It's not. If you want to be on the bash, you have to show up to our Zoom party live or you don't get a chance to showcase your business. Okay, so if you're interested in showing up at one of these future bashes, the link to go and grab your spot is giftbizunwrapped.com forward slash bash. And I've just now put up a bash for July and a bash for August. They're about three weeks apart from each other. The August one in particular would be really good for anyone who wants to promote back to school. I've specifically put it there because We'll record on a certain day. The podcast will go out about two to three weeks later, and it's perfect timing for promoting back to school. So something to think about again, and the link again is giftbizunwrapped.com forward slash bash. Those of you who are on here, stay with me for a second afterwards after we stop recording. And for those of you who are listening to the podcast, I'd love to see you in one of our up and coming bashes. Take care, have a great week, continue on making, and I will see you all soon. Bye for now. Before you move on to your next activity today, make sure to get your name on the list for at least one Gift Biz Bash. You can see the dates and times for upcoming sessions and get signed up over at giftbizunwrapped.com forward slash bash. And if you're enjoying the podcast and would like to show support, a rating and review would be wonderful. It helps spread the word about the show, too, so it's a great way to pay it forward. There's also another way to get something tangible in exchange for your support. Visit my merch shop for a wide variety of inspirational items like mugs, journals, water bottles, and more, featuring logos, images, and quotes to inspire you throughout your day makes a great gift too. And we've just added some new products for the season. Which is my favorite design right now? It's a toss-up with that gorgeous lemonade image and a quote about refreshing and the beautiful butterfly design. What's yours? Turnaround is quick and the quality is top-notch. Nothing but the best for you. Take a look at all the options at giftbizunwrapped.com forward slash shop. All proceeds from these purchases helps me offset the costs of producing this podcast. And now be safe and well, and I'll see you again next time on the Gift Biz Unwrapped podcast. I want to make sure you're familiar with my free Facebook group called Gift Biz Breeze. 
it's a place where we all gather and are a community to support each other. I've got a really fun post in there that's my favorite of the week, I have to say, where I invite all of you to share what you're doing, to show pictures of your product, to show what you're working on for the week, to get reaction from other people, and just for fun, because we all get to see the wonderful products that everybody in the community is making. My favorite post every single week, without doubt. Wait, what? Aren't you part of the group already? If not, make sure to jump over to Facebook and search for the group Gift Biz Breeze. Don't delay. Come join us in Gift Biz Breeze. Today, 